For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori DeSimone. I'm your host, Tori DeSimone, and happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July weekend. Technically today when this episode is uploaded, it's the 3rd of July. So happy July 3rd. Okay. But tomorrow's the 4th. So I hope you guys are having a really great 4th of July weekend. Um, I'm for sure enjoying the 4th. I am down at the Jersey Shore in Sea Isle, and it's 4th of July for sure. I'm super grateful to be down here. The Jersey Shore is packed. Um, as my dad would say, the aisle is active, and I'm just loving it. I'm actually vlogging my weekend, so that will be up soon. And I guess that's technically my first beach vlog down here that I've done this summer. Um, it's so crazy because I feel like I like I started on YouTube and I just feel like I've fallen so far from YouTube. But for some reason, I still feel like that's just like my stomping grounds when really more so this podcast is my stomping grounds nowadays. But anyway, it's just really crazy to feel like that. But I did vlog and I want to vlog a lot more. I just put this weird pressure on myself when it comes to vlogging of like, it has to be perfect. I have to show everything. And if I don't show everything and it's not a long vlog, it's not worth it. But the other day I came across one of Danielle Carolyn's old college week in my life's. And it was just so fun to watch. And it just made me feel really good. It was like a laid back vlog and it was full and had a lot of you know, excitement and energy around it. And it was just really cool, really fun. And I, 
it's just, I don't know, it took so much pressure off of vlogging for me. Maybe I just want to pick up my phone and vlog again. So I've been doing it this weekend and it's just been feeling really, really good. So anyway, I want to do more of them. They'll be over on my YouTube channel, which is Tori DeSimone, youtube.com slash Tori DeSimone. And yeah, I definitely want to upload some more. But anyway, that's not what today's topic is about. Today, we are talking about a sober girl summer, your guide to not drinking for anyone that is sober curious or doesn't drink and maybe just wants to have the conversation with someone else. Um, And also, I always feel very weird about using the term sober just because I just feel like it's not like really a term for me to use. I just choose not to drink alcohol, which I guess makes me sober. Um, But for some reason, every time I say it, I just don't feel like it's for me. I'm using it really for the title's purpose, um, just because everyone knows what sober means. But personally, when I tell people that I don't drink, I normally just say I don't drink alcohol. And I don't really say like I'm sober. I just say I don't drink alcohol. So anyway, I'm just really doing it for the title. It just feels a little bit bizarre to say, but I just wanted to preface that by like, I normally don't say I'm sober. I just say I don't drink. Anyway, I'm coming up on one year of not drinking and I wanted to record a podcast episode all about how I'm remaining to not drink throughout the summer. I think that there's definitely a lot more temptation to drink in the summertime. It's just centered around so much. And now I'm like pretty in the thick of not drinking in the middle of the summertime and kind of how I'm navigating it and tips for if you're curious. I stopped drinking in August of 2022. So when I stopped, it was like the end of summer and I'll kind of get into it of like, it was a little bit difficult in the beginning, but now it's just gotten so much easier to say no. But the reason that I wanted to do it now is because beginning with the summer of the intention of not drinking and then starting it towards the end of summer, because last summer I started at the end of the summer and then the summer I'm going, I went into it with the intention of not, it's been two different experiences, but kind of hard to compare. Like I said, because now I've had, I have, you know, 11 months under my belt at the time I had nine and a half months under my belt. So it's kind of hard to compare the two, but I will do my best and give you guys tips on how I'm refraining from drinking this summer if it's something that you guys want to do as well. So when I stopped drinking, I've, I think I've made two other episodes about it by now. I'll link them down below. But I stopped drinking in August of 2022, and it just started out as a 30-day challenge from a podcast episode that I listened to. It was an Andrew Huberman podcast episode about what alcohol does to your mind and your body, like your brain and body, the effects of it. And it was just really crazy to learn. I really like that episode because it just approached it from a non-biased, non-judgmental standpoint. And it wasn't like a, when you listen to this, you should never want to drink again. It was just, if you drink, you know, one to two drinks, this is what happens. If you drink three to seven drinks, this is what happens. If you drink 10 or more drinks, this is what happens. If you drink nothing, this is what happens. So it was just very non-judgmental, no bias in it and just all facts. And I really liked it. And I, I really liked the episode. I will link it down below. And after I listened to that episode, I was like, I just don't want to drink for 30 days. And I hit my 30 day mark and I felt great. And I just kind of kept it going. And now I'm almost one year into not drinking. And I'll do another episode when I do hit a year of a year without drinking, like what I learned, everything kind of like that. But again, this is tips for if you want to not drink this summer, this episode is for you. 
I definitely kind of find it, like I was saying earlier, there's so much more temptation to drink in the summertime. There's just something really fun and appealing about like getting a margarita at a beach bar or getting an Aperol spritz or having like a really nice cold beer. I love all the things that I just mentioned, but I love not drinking more than I love having a drink. And don't get me wrong. Like I, like my lifestyle revolves around drinking still for the most part. Like I've definitely swapped out some things, but like right now my group chat down here, everyone's going to like the beach bar at 2 PM. So like, it's just like how life is still that aspect hasn't really changed, but just saying no has gotten easier and feeling more confident in not drinking has gotten easier and just stuff like that. I'll get into it in a little bit as well. But at this rate, it's really easy for me to say no to have a drink when everyone else around me wants to drink. And also everyone around me just knows that at this rate, I just don't drink. I'm also very confident when I met, meet new people in saying that I don't drink. I used to be really timid and would have a really hard time when I would meet someone new or not even new, but just like some people that I wasn't as comfortable as around and they would offer me a drink and I would say, oh, no, thanks. Like then it'd always be like, why? Come on, just have a drink. Or I wouldn't even say no. And I would just say yes so that the other person wouldn't feel uncomfortable that I wasn't drinking. And now I have learned that that's a people pleaser trait. And I also now just don't really care. And I just feel much more confident when I say I don't drink. I often get asked why I don't drink. And I just say, I just feel better not. And it kind of just ends there. Um, People find it more interesting, if anything, then they'll just, you know, continue to ask like, oh, well, why don't you like it? Or why do you like it? Why don't you like it? Stuff like that. So it kind of just leads into a conversation in and of itself. But yeah, I haven't ever really been like shamed, like, oh, you're no fun. Like, cause honestly I wasn't really fun before. So like, what's a drink in my hand going to do? You know what I mean? But to wrap it up pretty much with what I'm saying is that it's definitely gotten easier to say no. And I don't feel tempted to drink. And I also don't feel like I'm missing out on anything at all when it comes to not drinking. The winter for me was pretty easy to not drink because I just really never left my house. And when I did, it was for like a dinner and I would just get like a Diet Coke or something. But now at the summer, there's definitely the temptation, the peer pressure, and it's just drinking is a huge part of the summer culture. So if you're thinking about not drinking or you want to dip your toes in the water or maybe just cut it out and want a friend to talk to about it, these are my tips for a sober girl summer. So number one is have a reason for not drinking. I found it incredibly hard in the past to give up drinking if I didn't have a reason. My reason when I first started was I listened to a podcast episode about drinking and decided to give it up for 30 days. And that was my reason. It doesn't have to be anything serious or anything crazy. It could be like a self-challenge of I'm not drinking for a week, or it could be a reason of medical, like I'm on antibiotics that I can't drink with. Or you could say, I've had a rough night. You know, people say that they've all been there. You could say, I've had a rough night. And you could say that like 100 days in a row without actually having a rough night, but it's a reason nonetheless. The reason doesn't matter, but having a reason helps. When I didn't have a reason, I found it incredibly easy to be like, eh, like F it. I'll just have a drink because, like, what's one glass of wine gonna do? And as soon as I had a reason, And an answer to others of why aren't you drinking or do you want to drink? It just became so much easier to say no when I had a reason to say no. So have a reason. It definitely helps. It doesn't have to be a serious one. It could be lighthearted. It could be silly, but a reason helps. 
Number two is make it a choice with every drink rather than a long period of time. So this is what I would do in the beginning. And I still kind of do this. Every opportunity that I have to drink, I give myself the option. Like, do I want to have this drink or don't I? If I told myself 11 months ago, I wasn't going to drink for the next year or like, let's say never again in my life, it probably would have been a really difficult beginning and a really difficult start. But once I went to the bar for the first time and I decided that I wasn't going to drink, it just became a choice of what did I want to order in that moment? Do I want to make the decision to not drink or do I want to drink? And that's what makes it easier is to make it a decision every single time instead of like this lifelong commitment that you're making to yourself, just make it a one drink at a time decision. And that also has really helped with me because I never have woken up and been like, I'm on day 178 of not drinking and I'm going to go until I hit day a thousand. Like it's never been like that. It's always just been like, all right, if I want to have a drink today, I will allow myself to have a drink. But over time, I just have never really craved having a drink. So the decision has just gotten easier with every single time. So the first time I went to a bar after I decided like, I'm not going to drink for 30 days, I went to the bar and I was asked, what do you want to drink? And I ordered a virgin pina colada. And since then I've just been ordering virgin drinks and it's been easier every single time. But like I said, I just bring it back to that one decision every single time. So today when I go out meet up meet with my friends, the option to have a drink is always on the table. And for me, for someone that has just voluntarily chosen not to drink, that's how I kind of always want to keep my mindset. It's like, it's not something that's forbidden. I don't have a problem with it. I'm not an alcoholic. Like if I want to have a drink, I can have a drink. I'm just choosing not to, but it's a, it's a choice that I'm choosing to make every single day. And that really helps. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com manifest. 
Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. So yeah, make it a choice rather than like this lifelong thing that you can never have again. My next tip is to make fun mocktails at home to find out what you like. So once I learned at home what I like to drink and then I would try to non-alcoholify it, it became really, really fun. I used to use, or I should say I have tried non-alcohol spirits in the past. Like I got a tequila, I got a gin, I got an Aperol, and I have um, non-alcoholic wines and beers. They're fun for the most part, but nine times out of 10, when I get a drink that's non-alcoholic, it's not like a non-alcoholic spirit, non-alcoholic beer, non-alcoholic wine. It's normally a mocktail. So it's something that is like a Diet Coke or a an orange crush, quote unquote, which is just Sprite with a little splash of orange juice and like an orange wedge. So it's it's just like mocktail versions of alcohol without fake alcohol in it. 
And nine times out of 10, that has worked for me. But having time at home to experiment with what drinks I like has given me a lot more confidence when I go to other people's houses or if I'm hosting so that I could have like a fun drink to wind down with. Or if I'm going out to a bar or something and I want to order a drink or from at dinner and I want to order something fancy, I have the options in my mind that I know I like from home that when I go to order it, I feel confident that I know it's going to be a drink that I like. And that makes me feel really good. So just trying out mocktails at home, you can look online for mocktails and look, I think mocktails are really fun to play around with and make them. But when it comes to me, just like I want to have like a drink at the end of the day, I'll typically get something really simple. So it's like a sparkling water, a Diet Coke, a Crystal Light lemonade, or like a non-alcoholic beer. Now that it's the summertime, like those are really good. The um, athletic brews are pretty good. But I keep it pretty simple for the most part, but finding out what I like at home has led to more confidence when I leave home. That also brings me to my fourth tip, which is when you are out, ask the bartenders and waitresses for fun mocktails when you go out. Most of the time, bartenders and waitresses will be really kind when you ask them for a mocktail. I've only had a couple of encounters where people have looked at me like I have 10 heads and that to me makes me look at like like makes me look at them like they have 10 heads because I'm like, okay, I know I can't be the only person and the first person in the world in this restaurant to ask about a non-alcoholic drink. Like you're crazy for making me feel crazy. But anyway, um, yeah, that was my little rant on that. Most of the time they will be really kind and really, really nice. And also most of the times, if a bar is not busy, bartenders want to be doing something creative and fun. They want to like make drinks. So if the bar isn't busy, you can ask the bartender, like, can you make me something fun that doesn't have alcohol in it? And most of the time they're going to whip up something that's really tasty and really delicious. So trust your bartenders, let them make you something fun. You can ask for whatever you want. Like if you want something sweet, say, I like sweet. If you want spicy, tell me you like spicy. I've gotten really amazing drinks from the bartenders when their bar wasn't too busy and they've all been non-alcoholic and they've been really delicious and they're really fun. So ask your bartenders, ask your waitresses, but when it is really busy, don't, you know, overwhelm your bartenders. I always just stick to like soda water or diet Coke or something like that. Shirley temples are also really good Sprite with like grenadine or cherry juice. I don't, I feel like I never say grenadine, right? How do you say it? Grenadine, grenadine. I have no idea. Um, those are always really simple and really easy. You can also always just stick to like water with like a lime in it. That always tastes delicious. Non-alcoholic margaritas, stuff like that. Like there's easy things to order, but also trust your waitresses and bartenders and ask them to whip you up something fun because if the bar is not busy, most likely they will. My next tip is to continue going out to bars and restaurants and to not stop living your life. Just because you have stopped drinking, whether it be forever or temporarily, you can't stop living your life just because you've chosen to not drink. If you like going out, keep going out because hopefully if you genuinely like going out for the atmosphere of going out, you will still have fun with your friends regardless if you're hammered or not. You will still have the music to dance to. You'll still be able to get dressed up and get ready. You can still do all the fun things that you like doing. You can still be part of all the stories. You can be part of the wild night and you'll wake up the next morning feeling really, really great. And trust me, you will like notice so much more when you're the sober one of the group because you'll start to notice like everyone starts to feel a little sick. Everyone starts to feel a little tired. 
And if they don't feel it at night, they say the next morning, like, oh, they feel sluggish, they feel tired, they feel sick, or they did something embarrassing the night before and they have anxiety about it. And you had a great night and you don't feel any of that. So your perspective will change a little bit. But if you genuinely enjoy going out, still go out, still be part of the memory, still be part of it. And honestly, also like lead by example, like show that you don't need alcohol to have a good time. If you're genuinely having fun with people that you love and you love the music and you love the bar and you love the vibe, you love the atmosphere, you shouldn't need the alcohol to have fun. Everything else should be fun. The alcohol is more of just like, honestly, why is there alcohol? Like why? So that we get drunk and we like loosen up. Like I really genuinely don't know. It's just like a cultural thing. Like it's just what we do now. Anyway, keep going out, enjoy your life. Don't stop living your life just because you cut out alcohol. My next tip is that you can now actually add more into your life. Once you stop drinking, you might find that you actually don't like going out until 2 a.m. or you don't like going out period. And you can find new hobbies to fill what you used to do in that time. Now, kind of going back to what I said earlier, you might still love it if you generally love going out with all the people that you're with, the music, whatever it might be. You might still love it just as much. And if you do, awesome to you. But on the flip side of the coin, you might find that you actually genuinely don't like going out, but you only liked going out when you were drunk or you were blacked out. You don't remember anything, whatever it might be. You were the life of the party because you were always doing something silly when you were drunk, whatever it is. You might find that you actually don't like going out. So you now you can create new hobbies. Once you begin to find things that fill your time, it gets so much easier. So at night, maybe you start hosting dinner parties, or maybe you have a bonfire, or maybe you go on really long bike rides at sunset, or maybe you play cards with your friends, or you sit on the beach and make memories, or you go hiking, or you pick up painting. Maybe you read more books. Maybe you write a book. There are tons of hobbies to do to fill your time that drinking once took up. Also, you will notice that your wallet is going to thank you. Your life is going to get a lot more inexpensive when you cut out alcohol. Um, like dinners get cheaper, going out gets cheaper. And then also like yesterday, we went on a boat for the 4th of July. It was super, super fun. Whatever. We all went to a happy hour afterwards and I paid a $10 cover to get in. And, you know, as you do at most bars. And then I got a Shirley Temple, was walking around, having a good time, whatever, enjoying myself. But I wasn't enjoying myself that much. Like I literally left like an hour later. But when I got in there, I was just kind of like, man, I just paid $10 to like walk around a bar. You know what I mean? Like, it's just things like that, that you're just like, okay, I can just save a lot more money. And also when you don't drink and you do order like a diet Coke or a Shirley Temple or something like that, they don't charge you for it typically. So I'm always a very cheap date, which is super fun. Anyway. Um, you just get to add a lot more into your life. I don't want you to think about when you look at drinking and you eliminate it from your lifestyle, I don't want you to think of it as a loss, but rather a gain. You're gaining so much more time to do meaningful things with your life, to really foster beautiful relationships with other people and get to know yourself so much better and learn new things about yourself. It's a really cool opportunity when you get more time because drinking takes up a lot of time. Um, in our day-to-day lives. Like when you go out, it's centered on drinking. When you go to dinners, 
there's a drink there. Like if you just cut drinking out, you might find that you don't go to as many things as you used to at one point, but you can now fill that time with so much other stuff. It's it's a it's a it's a cool kind of double-edged sword. Or I shouldn't maybe say sword. Flip of the coin. I don't know how to really put it. Anyway, it's cool nonetheless, and you might learn some really awesome things about yourself. My next tip, which I think this is number six, seven, I don't know. Count your streaks. The momentum really builds and it really, really helps. It's now become really easy for me to not drink because it's almost been a year. And after 15 days is when it kind of started to get much easier for me because I had some like momentum under my belt and I was able to say, oh, I I haven't drank for the last two weeks. Like I'm just going to keep going. Once I have momentum under my belt, it was a lot easier to continue to say no. So count the streaks. It really helps. Count the days, count the weeks, count the months, count the years and celebrate them. Like when you hit a week of not drinking, celebrate it. When you hit a month, celebrate it. When you hit six months, celebrate it. You can celebrate every day for all that matters. It's really cool and just continue to celebrate it and let that momentum build because it does get easier when you have momentum. My eighth tip is to be confident in yourself and in your decision. You have to be confident in your decision to not drink. Otherwise, it is so easy to be peer pressured into drinking. It kind of comes back to number one with your reason, but having a reason and having the confidence to say no and the confidence to not drink is so key and so important. If you don't feel confident, I encourage you to tap into a higher version of yourself that is confident and pretend to be her. Pretend to be that version of you. Fake it till you make it and the confidence will come. Like I said, a year ago, I was timid. I used to drink just to make other people not feel uncomfortable that I wasn't drinking. And now I could not give less of a shit. And I'm very confident in I don't drink. And if you want to have a good time, there's probably someone else better to call. And I'm good with that. You know what I mean? I was never really the life of the party. I was never really the fun friend to go out with. I'm always like the, I'll wake up and do yoga with you friend. And that's like, I'm good being that friend. I like being that friend. Number nine is wake up early and feel the benefits of not drinking. This is a big one. When I wake up just either before everyone or just live my life as normal, while everyone else around me is like hungover, sluggish, feeling like crap, I hate to say this, but it makes me feel great. Not only does it make me feel great because I, okay, let me backtrack that. I don't feel great because they feel crappy. I feel great because I just woke up early, had a great morning to myself, and I have a full day ahead of me with lots of energy. I didn't have anything the day before or hours before that would make me feel crappy. So because of that, I just have chosen to feel good today. And it feels good to be rewarded of a decision that you made yesterday. It's like your yesterday's version is thanking you today. And that just feels really good. And then also doesn't, you know, hurt to see other people around you like hurting from decisions that they've made, which are fine. Again, there's no shame. Like I am in a house full of girls right now and they all drink, they have a great time and they love it. And it's fun to see them thrive and fun to see them in their element. Like I genuinely enjoy it. But then I'm also the friend where the next morning I'm like, call me if you need me to pick you up. And I love going to pick everyone up. Like I genuinely enjoy being the sober friend of my friend group and I have a great time. I feel very confident in being that. But anyway, I'm getting on a tangent. I feel the the benefits of not drinking when I wake up early and when I experience the mornings, watching the sunset, practicing yoga, going for a run, going to a spin class, going to my studio, walking, going to get coffee, things like that make me feel really good. And when I can feel like that after a night out or after all my friends were out drinking, 
and I can still wake up and do the things that I want to do that make me feel really good all the time. It just kind of like makes me want to continue to not drink even more. You know what I mean? So it just kind of reestablishes like I'm making good decisions for myself today and it just feels really good. So I genuinely enjoy waking up early and feeling the benefits of not drinking. And my last tip is to find others in your life who do not drink or will not drink with you at certain times. Like I don't have any friends off the top of my mind that are just like, they don't drink at all. But I have a lot of friends that if I'm not drinking, they'll be like, you know what? I don't want to drink either today. So it, it feels good to also kind of be that friend to other people where around me, they don't feel any sort of pressure to drink or they don't feel any pressure to not drink because I genuinely don't care if they do or don't like live your life, do whatever you want, have a blast while you do it. But I just won't. If you don't want to drink, let me be that safe space person for you. You know what I mean? So having friends who also don't drink in that moment helps a lot. But I also think that you will learn that you rub off a lot on those that you're closest with. Like my boyfriend, for example, he loves to drink. He loves to go out. He's like a very fun time. But since I stopped drinking, he just really drastically has cut back on his drinking as well because now it's just not something that him and I go do together. Like we just don't go to happy hours because we're kind of just like, what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to get a drink. Maybe you'll get a drink, but like, then what? You know what I mean? Like, we just do other things together now. So also, like I said, like my friends know I'm the DD, like if they need a ride, they can always call me. And it's just like nice to know who is who in your friend group. So you're just going to rub off on people closest to you. It's nice to have other people that don't drink. And you could also just lead by example. You could be really fun and not drink. You could be, you know, the mom of the group and not drink. You don't have to be the mom of the group just because you're not drinking. Um, yeah, like you'll just get to meet friends who also don't drink and then you get to have a different connection with them than you do with friends that do drink. And it's crazy that the common denominator of all of this is alcohol, like how you can have relationships with people that drink versus who versus don't drink. I think I'm like stumbling over my words when I try to say that. It's just interesting like when you drink and you have certain friends and then when you don't drink and you have certain friends, like one of my friends that does not drink her and I made a loaf of sourdough together. Like that is so much fun. But when I was drinking, if I was hanging out with one of my friends that also would drink, we'd probably go to like a bar or like a happy hour moment. So it's just funny, like that different activities that you can get into if you choose to not drink. Um, but yeah, those are my 10 tips on a sober girl summer. I wanted to keep it very bite-sized today and manageable and digestible and nothing too overwhelming. But I think if you're going to have any takeaway, it's that every single drink should be a decision and you can choose in that moment if you want to have a drink or not. And be confident in whatever it is that you're choosing, whether you want to have that drink or not. And don't hold yourself to a hierarchy. If you're not drinking, don't walk around like I'm better than everyone because that's just not a fun attitude to have. And no one wants to be around anyone like that. And don't shame anyone for their decision to drink or not to drink. Because honestly, it's a personal decision at the end of the day. And people that you surround yourself with will want to, or they won't want to. And it's not up to you to determine if it's a right decision for them or a bad one or a good one or whatever it might be. You can only control yourself. And if you choose not to drink, I hope these tips help you. And yeah, keep track. Let you know, journal down how you feel, keep track of your streak, keep track of your momentum and just know that I'm proud of you. And, um, I'm always here if you guys ever just want to DM me and chat about, 
not drinking things. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. Have a wonderful Sober Girl Summer, dare I say cheers. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Happy 4th of July. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye guys. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.